0: Jason shaking his head no, that it, it wasn't It was about. Good. It was
1: mostly about thirteen to nine, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. So. So.
1: Terrible memories. Of them, right? Yeah,
0: I for, I forget that Jason is a is a West Virginia fan and also a TCU fan, uh, yeah. and also a Texas fan. <laughs> and a Texas so. fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, uh, disturbingly,
2: a Texas fan. Yeah. So thank you he for
0: reminding me of all the hats you you wear and, in secret, Jason. What we do here is go
2: back, 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 back ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the wheel route podcast this is a highly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle you can find the wheel route on the internet www.thewheelroute.com we're at the wheel route on twitter wheelroutepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, and you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, the Google Pod Center. We're out there. We're at, on the internet at large, more or less. Uh, my name is Logan Whitehouse. I am on uh, Twitter at the Dawn. Uh And I'm coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida, uh, where I don't, I just, you know, I, I know you guys live for the weather updates. It's It's been, it's continues to be fairly hot. Um, we don't. Uh, I think, guys, we've actually are going to make it all the way through August without a named storm, which is wild. Uh, that's the first time since like 1997
1: that that's happened.
2: So, shout out to the Saharan dust plume. Um, I'm sure it's not a worldwide problem.
1: I'm sure there's nothing to be concerned about.
2: I mean, not having a hurricane is that's okay in theory. <laughs> well,
1: I'm I'm sure it doesn't run.
2: But anyhow, uh, we are we are excited <laughs> to have uh, escaped unscathed uh, and be entering football season here in Stewart, Florida. But uh, yeah, lovely times. Who else is here? My name is Jordan
0: Shank. I am once again in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where things have continued to be mild for the month of August. Uh, still plenty of rain in the Shenandoah Valley and surrounding areas these days. <laughs> and the corn is still very tall, waiting to get... Slash down at harvest time,
2: but we're not there yet. Um, are, we, are we at elephant's eye level yet? Have we reached the elephant's eye?
0: Well, it depends what uh, what kind of How old elephant is this you're elephant.
2: Right Shoot, pygmy,
0: pygmy elephant. Oh, we're probably there. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine. Um, you can find my world scores.
1: It's like when I asked Jordan where to hit a putt, and he's just thoroughly useless and just says, depends on the speed every time.
2: Yep. That's the and engineer I've never answer. once told a lie. Jordan should be an engineer it' always depends well it depends depends what you're what, what yeah. are you willing to pay for what do you want to get out of it you know we can do as I was things. saying
0: you can find my wordle scores on twitter.com at shank Jordan uh, where I'm very excited to see other people tweet through the week one slate this weekend saw some decent right. tweets week zero as people were knocking the rust off um, <laughs> but excited for people to to get a good full saturday in while i observe the number one rule and never tweet
2: we'll see we'll see if if virginia is surprisingly ahead of schedule offensive line lures you out into tweeting
1: tbd oh spiders are coming to town could be a test <clears throat> my name is jason Crick. um since you guys clearly don't want to talk about that i am also uh, broadcasting from the friendly city of harrisonburg virginia um jordan gave our weather and corn report took both of them so thanks for that yeah. um, efficiency jason yeah.
2: corn, let's let's throw to the corn report
1: the corn report and uh yeah let's see i i uh occasionally tweet things at jason crack mm. um yeah I, I am excited about college football twitter on saturday the dukes have a night game i'm get to, gonna get to ingest a lot um and it's just, it's a good community to be a part of. It's its wholesome. Oh,
2: college football, Twitter, extremely wholesome. You know what has been also wholesome that I really can't get enough of is the montages of um, mascots just running roughshod through groups of youth football teams and <laughs> they are just children at large.
1: They seemingly out of pocket this fall. The, I don't know the, what...
2: the Colts mascot is a problem. I don't <laughs> yeah. know who is inside that machine, but I think it's a menace. I think maybe... Maybe uh he, he may have been a, a coach at Power Camp back in, in about the year two thousand and
1: definitely he's definitely a football oh. guy. Capital I've F, seen, Capital G. I've,
2: I've seen that I've seen that kind of energy torching a, a group of seven year olds on the soccer field at Power Camp. So I I've, I've got my suspicions. But
1: power camp. that power camp is a reference for six people and I appreciate hey. it.
2: Well, I, I it's, it's it's gonna land six for six.
0: Right. It really is.
2: It really is. That's great. That's good stuff. Um are we drinking anything tonight, guys? Yeah, beverages. I've got
0: a uh, celebratory Bronton, a cold beer, oh. if you will, going with the uh, the dogfish head sequench ale
2: tonight. Oh, a classic summer brew. There, you know, it love keeps it. you relatively hydrated. Good. Good beer. The salt. Good beer. Yeah, love the salt. The salt is key. Jason, I uh, let me guess. Uh, last Yingling in the crisper
1: drawer. I wish. Uh, okay. No. I could right. just always have the last Yingling. <laughs> what I do have is a uh, devil's backbone Vienna lager, Tallboy. That I'm no. celebrating with. That's another nice. classic. Um,
2: I am unfortunately not celebrating. I am continuing on my quest. Only 18 more days, boys. 18 more days, and then we're back. We're back. on am um, tin daddy's back on the beers. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, family. <laughs> exactly. Emily, you might uh, want to
0: take the child to the parents to your parents' house.
2: Take the boy let,
0: let let back. Let the takers. boy watch. Let the boy watch. <laughs> take the boy to kiss me
2: and wait for me there. Uh, this is a lemon lime waterloo so uh, okay pretty good not bad refreshing very cool so guys celebrate what are we we celebrating let's give the give the people what they want what are we celebrating boys
1: the whole reason do we want to do it at the start of this podcast because we know everybody's going to stop listening when they hear this no we need the good we just we need to
2: power through let's let's give it let's give it to them
1: well we can i guess unofficially announce because we're pretty sure, but not a yeah, our, our league
0: commissioner is being cagey with uh, his communication as to releasing an official Who winner. is it, Mark Swigert? Uh, probably a, a <laughs> cousin second removed, twice removed, or something of that. Honestly, major. the
1: more I look at it, I could kind of see it.
0: It's, it's the it it golf, comes to it's KG, the golf it comes to version the cage of Mark of yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Another reference for four people. This is going to be good. We're, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: we're hitting all the classics
1: but we can announce that that the official uh wheel route team in the restless dog leg league at lakeview golf club has emerged champions once again back to back titles, defended the, the crown guys yeah.
2: and we're honestly like
1: we're, we're pretty we're pretty proud of this one we're pretty we're pretty hyped yeah. this because we were cause mean, we were down uh, we were not down like a ton but we were pretty pretty solidly out of first place like four weeks ago. So you needed to get your
2: wins and you needed help going into yesterday too.
0: I went back and looked. So at the beginning of August, we had uh, five matches scheduled for the month of August. Uh, The first one being August 2nd. Each of these matches has three full points that are contested between the two teams. You've got your a player point, your B player point and your team point. So we had a total of... And if you
2: tie, you get a half point? Is that how it works?
0: Yeah. So there were were a total of 15 points we could have captured in the month of August. Uh, Before we teed off August 2nd, we were in fifth place, seven points behind the first place team. Wow. We went on to capture 14 of 15 possible points in the month of August. Ran them down. And uh, I think we ended up clearing them... By a point or a point and a half.
1: Yeah, so. and we don't know um, their official score. We just know they were they were waiting for us off the ninth green when we finished, and our our playing partner, our, our opponents, uh, Nick, who is just the most wholesome dude in the world, like we love playing with him. Uh, like really kind of a kind of a move was just like, oh man, they only got three points, and was like yelling over to the people we were trying to run down. Who very much knew the situation and we I had to walk over and they were like, How many did you actually get? I was like, Yeah, we, we got all the points. And he was like, yeah, Are you so. serious?
2: <laughs> wow. Listen, I you know, I would invite them to play better, right? There's this there's an easy solution. It was the, it was it
1: theirs blue. The, they had they you know with old,
2: old, sketchy drop McGee over there and his, yeah, that's right. and his partner, you that's know. Right. Yeah. That was that
0: was
3: essentially
2: to come up Draymond
0: and... uh kicking LeBron in the nuts. It was in, <laughs> in, in the finals.
1: It was that's what that was.
2: You just poke the bear. Jason is the bear.
1: We all, we. All, right. We've often said.
2: Well, congratulations, guys. No, that's we, awesome. we
1: played. We played well yesterday. I mean, I tell you, We got it. We shot a best ball thirty-five. Um, Gross. Yeah. And with um, our no, handicaps, no. if we shoot a best ball thirty-five, we're not. We're not going to lose. So. Right.
2: Right. Um, yeah. No. That. That's impressive work all around. I saw some birdies flash across the screen. We both. We um, both
1: birdied the same hole, which I think might have been the first time this year we've done that. Yeah. Uh, Jordan 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 set the tone early. Um we shoot off the first, and Jordan hit the farthest tee shot I've ever seen him hit.
3: And yeah, so
0: I like I <laughs> so we Jordan started found on Lake, something with the driver. Started on Lake One, which is the par the long par for the kind of valleys up the hill. Oh which yes. has got the road all along the right so it's side. On, on, left. on the right side, okay. Side. Not yeah. the left side. Yeah, okay. So the twist for the league this year is you got a breakfast ball on the first tee if you needed it. So if your first Love tee that. shot went awry, you could play yes. a second ball, but you had to play the second ball. You couldn't pick between the two. Right. Um, this is for so, the people like Jason that just
2: like are like tucking their shirt in, coming out of the car, you know, doing, doing 100% some 100% Doing, doing yes. some shoulder circles. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So
0: everybody <laughs> like
2: in our group is kind
0: of milling around the tee box. Like, okay, who wants to go? I was just like, screw this! I get two cracks at it. Let's let's get rolling here. Let's and just piped the piss out of <laughs> like. <laughs> I love that uh, the the tightest baby draw up the center oh, yeah. of the fairway, and I saw it I was mean, going right half and didn't see it down. I didn't a bit of an early tee pickup, got out of the way, let Jason get up there. He it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was I I hit the ball pretty hard. Jordan was twenty yards past me. He obliterated the ball. It was yeah, up we got up to team.
0: Jason's ball and I I was scared. I was like, did mine take a bad bounce? And and I was like, seventy yards from the green. This is so, all right there. Uh, uh. yeah.
1: Uh, but then, so he hits his what well, you know, a wedge. Yeah,
0: hit, hit a wedge. A wedge the, the, the adrenaline was still flowing. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Fast and furious. Would have
1: appreciated a breakfast wedge. So he got, <laughs> yeah, he got, he got yeah. Nuki boy with the wedge and put it on the back fringe of the front pin. Where the front, front a, pin like location. one green slopes really heavily back to front. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, like that's gonna take some finesse, but we can we can make par from there. And the other three you know, was struck here up, too, like, so
0: par is fine.
1: Yeah. yeah, and so we're like lining up putts and stuff, and he hits it, and it just like. Just the longest, like never got above like a trundle, just all the way down. Slow roll. It It just did like the airport
0: moving walkway pace all (laughs) the way to the hole. And just (laughs)
1: right in the middle of the hole for Birdie. And we were like, all right, this, we're going to be good. Good start. It's a
2: strong start. You
0: love to see that. Yeah, but I think like over, I was also really proud because I was ready to hit like a little runny wedge from the fringe and I uh, scrapped that and pulled butter last second. Yeah. And said, let Smart. me just lag it up there. Um, but I think overall, like, we applied pressure from the beginning. Yeah. And that helped a lot. Mm.
1: Um, and I think, I, think, we won, I think we won six holes as a team.
0: Yeah, it was just interesting. Big picture for me, like, it was really comfortable to be the chasing team.
3: Yeah.
0: Where the people we were chasing down were somewhere else on the course. That was really comfortable. But yes. I never found myself at all, like, comfortable in a match next to me where I was, like, down one. Like, mm. it's, it was really interesting for me personally, anyhow, how different dy- that dynamic is of, like, yeah. okay, I got to win a hole here versus right. we just got to hawk these guys who are four holes over down. Um, right. So that was an interesting yeah. twist to this year. I'm going to, uh,
1: yeah. I'll tell, uh, Jordan had a, Jordan had a ride on the second, on the like last four holes. Um, so I'm going to tell, I guess it's the last three holes. So I'll, I'm going to tell a funny story about Jordan and a story of glorious redemption. So Jordan, <laughs> I think what you, you parred six.
0: Yeah. I, I hit another banger of a yeah, drive we, on six. We both
1: hammered drives and you were still 10 yards past me and you got, you hit on two putt for par. And we're walking off the sixth screen and Nick, Nick hits you. So Nick's just like the nicest dude in the world. And it's like, he's always like, dude, you're playing so well. Like, yep.
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: Crush that try. Like he's awesome. But we're walking off. And Nick goes, Jordan, are you under par? And Jordan's like, Jordan's like, yep. Yeah, we are. And so we walk over to, we walk over to Lake seven. <laughs> and it's like the big dog leg up the hill and like turns around the lake, like the actual lake on Lake nine. Right. And Jordan, Jordan always hits it like I always I don't, I won't say always but I usually try to cut the corner with driver. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. It did last Fair. night.
3: Fair Jordan
1: much Jordan hits an iron and <laughs> just tops the oh, yeah. out of it. Oh <laughs> yeah, just a <laughs> mega top, like straight into the didn't make the fairway. straight. Justin the Thomas uh, at seventeen or yeah. whatever it's St. St. Andrews. eighteen at Yeah. And 18. So Nick hits a pretty good drive, like into the like he's he's in the rough long, but he's got a pretty good shot. So Jordan's like. All right, I gotta do this, and we're just like, yeah, nice and smooth, like up the hill, <laughs> and just—I don't know if you caught it a lot of rough or what. No, I did, and it was
0: frustrating because, like, yeah. my practice swings—I choked down. I'm—I'm I'm just trying to like, what do you smack hitting? A four Fairway iron. wood?
1: No, as an iron. I
0: don't—I don't pull uh, that hybrid in the rough. I was just trying yeah. to get really? get a four iron through, spank it up the hill. Um. And my like practice swings, I felt great. I was choked yeah, down. It went real like, smooth. Getting through the rough real nice and then just like caught a lot of rough on on the swing. <laughs> Hooked <laughs> it into the water.
1: Oh no. Straight into the agua. And then three out. You flew the green and four, put yourself in a like tough spot. And so, anyways, makes a but that's the
2: beauty of match play, you know? That's the so so beauty of match yeah. play. I don't remember We're what the next set, one. At,
1: but
0: you, no, you I, lost I the ended up with a seven. And, and it so was funny because made- I like I finished my seven pretty early, and I just walked it off to the cart, like gave myself yeah. some internal encouragement.
1: pulled pull a Jason crack, and just walked it off. And I
0: said <laughs> I sat down and wrote my score down, and Nick goes in for four, and Jason <laughs> and Jake are still putting out. And Nick turns to me, and he he looks, and he flashes four. Like, do you get a four? And I said, no, I got a seven. I was in the water. And he's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry, man. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, meanwhile, like, that ties our match, and we've got two holes to go.
1: So the, so. the team match and my match were both over. So right, we had won both of those. So we, like, we're like, all right, mm. we need at least five and a half. So we need Jordan to at least have his match. And we knew Jordan was – he was popping one on nine. So we're like, yeah. all right, we're okay. And so – um, I forget did Nick tee off on eight first or you?
0: Uh I think Nick did. <laughs> I think no, Nick I, did I definitely went last because I had a seven. So
1: that's a fair point. Yeah. So Nick Nick tugs his tee shot on eight, which is the par three down the hill, left. And so it's he's in the rough, he's got a bunker in the way to a like not enjoyable green. He's boned at that. He's not it <laughs> was not pleasant for him. And Jordan puts his short left. I think you were on the fairway. Yeah. Yeah, so on on the cut grass in front reached of the reached the
0: fairway on the par three, not on the right. previous par four. Laid yeah, up to no, a perfect that's yardage. Good.
2: That's the Logan move. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and so we get down there and so Nick hits his and puts it on like the other fringe. So he's got a really tough puck coming back. And Jordan, I don't know when you like developed your bump and run, but it like is freaking dialed lately. And Jordan puts it like this little like double breaker through the swales and puts it like six inches away and taps into the uh, and so he went he went one up one up there and he's going to the ninth getting a stroke and so that's when we knew it was over.
2: Yeah, love it. Love it. That's so, awesome.
1: And well, congratulations. I, Bruce. I put one in the water on nine which of course like It's okay. What, he had he had plenty I, I need to get videos. back and, like
2: re I need to I've I've played that course a lot with my my dad yeah. and probably with you Jason probably a few times maybe Jordan we played it couple a couple times yeah times but um it's probably been a while. I, I don't though. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, wasn't, didn't they, like, wasn't Mountain, like, new at one point? Like, wasn't that, like, a new nine that they added? Yeah, like it, it, it opened, deal.
1: Mountain opened in, like, the late aughts. Yeah. So, yeah. cool, cool, cool. All and right, you, well, the, the other one you were talking about with the road on the left, the Spring Nine. Yeah, yeah. Which was my favorite nine, no longer exists.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. R.I.P. So to a real one. Peaks like a mountain now. Spring is... So, anyways,
1: important. we'll find out officially if we... If we hoist the trophy again on yeah, Tuesday. unless, unless do they do a pizza party for you guys or is it like a social... like some
0: rules violations and we get a few puntos? Yeah, we always
1: have like like burgers and barbecue to end the year and we get our prizes and honestly it was a pretty hefty prize. Last are we looking year, at some was... shop credit again?
0: Yeah. We I would assume we are Hopefully, oh. an increase in shop credit. We had a full 18 teams registered and they, this year. And they
1: jacked the price up. So they yeah. did
0: increase the, the kitty. So mm, I don't know if they're going to pay out Maybe more now. spots or if they're just going to front load it more. But I would appreciate if they took some, uh, some guidance from the PGA Tour and tried yeah. to take care of the top guys.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> you have to <laughs> maybe boost some. Purses. How
2: do we get the top guys to yeah. play each other more
0: often? This is what yeah. we're saying. <laughs> this like, is what's going on in the war room. If right Jordan now, and I can't be incentivized, the broken like what are
1: we even doing?
0: Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to sign up for the Heritage Jokes Wednesday Night League right. next year too to yeah. make ends meet.
2: Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Just just out of here hustling, real club pro guy situation. <laughs> well, I'll have the ip Tammy.
0: Tuesday I'll have the Heritage League Wednesday and then I'll have the Grint Tour on the weekends. Right, and,
2: uh, that's how you live, live a balanced life.
1: Plus Jordan will get fired and then he'll be able to play as much. Golf
2: Jordan's as well. gonna be ga- and I'm, I'm gonna be gambling the whole time. Yep, the parlay me baby. on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, just boys, happy happy for you all. Um, you know, we'll just um, you know keep the streak rolling. Let's let's go.
1: Jason, let's have you already it.
0: mentally spent your shop credit on anything?
1: I, 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 there are considerations. Yes. Okay.
2: Jason, I I would suggest that you consider some a higher quality wedge situation.
1: So that's literally the top of the consideration. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Is
1: I I need to have go get fitted. I need to go get fitted your for setup. wedges and get your, your hybrid
2: wedges. is hybrid or whatever that is that you have is is a little nondescript as well. I don't know if you hit it at all, but.
1: I do. It's still like you can ask Jordan that club is made of the hardest material on earth. And I think,
0: yeah, I think the hybrid in that case is a hybrid of materials that it is made
2: uh, of. Probably. And yeah, it's hybrid like of a amalgam- amalgamation.
3: Yeah.
1: Gotcha. I have no idea what it's made of, but it goes like. 215 220 on a rope every time and i'm fine with it oh, i don't well, think it's I a mean,
0: conforming club but jason makes it work there's a very real <laughs> chance just is it the club pro guy Campbell
2: toe punch out tool <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no honestly probably the top of my priority list is i need to i need to go like test out and get fitted for some wedges and because those are
0: nippy with it that's oh. just a
1: frankenstein of my bag right now so jaws but, The the putter is delightful. The driver is my problem and not the club. The irons are lovely. Just the wedges. Yep. Awesome.
2: Well, love to hear it. Um, Very cool. All right. Well, this is our, this is our first full on week of games. Yeah. College college football football happens. College College football football did did happen this past weekend. We had a few games. Did you guys take in the glory that was Nebraska and Northwestern in Ireland?
0: uh only the we end were, of it we were scrambling at pax we with,
2: with yeah the general i think i public. was i was i was also playing golf so i did not watch yeah. this at all either <laughs> and it, was, it was okay i was like you know what this is probably the last saturday for a while that i'm going to feel real good about doing this so let's go ahead and cut one cut one loose here but um yeah i i mean it would appear that be said has already been said nebraska continues to i, I they don't even invent Ways to lose games, but they were like losing it's the same games loss the same kind of
1: yeah.
2: very troubling and disturbing fashion.
1: The onside um, kick hurt on across two continents.
2: Yeah. I mean, a, a dubious decision. I think Scott Frost is like Mr. Aggressive, up tempo guy. And if you want to do that, that's fine. It just looks really bad when it yeah, I so mean, very clearly bites you in the ass after your team has right. had like multiple stops in a row. Like, I don't know why you would just take momentum away from your defense like that, but. Uh, whatever.
0: So yeah, I didn't see it happen, but when I read like the context and then the decision, I thought, you know what? That that sounds like a Mike London UVA like <laughs>
2: 2010 thing to do. This is like, very unnecessary. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. People are like, well, like well, why you know, Nick Saban kicked one of the national championship games. Well, Nick Saban Nick Saban's team was getting gashed by Clemson. And, and only, he's earned they, that. They, Nick Saban and he's, and, earned it. And they needed that, and they actually executed it. So there were three yeah. things that went different there, and, and we're playing into it. Um, You know, it wasn't like Nick Saban's team was just cru- on cruise control in the game, and, like, defense was playing well, and they just decided to randomly do that. So, anyhow, I mean, whatever. I don't really – it's week zero game, Nebraska. Schedule is not – the easiest um we don't need to read their schedule again on the podcast but you know it's hard to, for me to find like a six like count them wins especially given how kind of competent and decent illinois looked last weekend as well um granted they were playing wyoming who might be very bad but yeah
0: yeah it's um, getting it's already getting tough for me to not mentally cash my nebraska team total under ticket that i uh purchased <laughs> this year so
2: we're we're just going to temper yeah. expectations
0: have you already you, mentally
1: uh, started spending your nebraska
3: on <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah he's 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 putting it on uh, scott Frost's first coach to get fired futures but yeah we'll we'll see how that goes i mean they could turn things around and if they you know upset a team that maybe they shouldn't they, they aren't scheduled to beat um Then, you know, I guess things could go better. But like I think best case scenario for Nebraska is they have to be excited about a bowl game and then bring back the coach that no one (laughs) that is quasi lame ducking it. Also, I think his buyout goes from 15 million to seven and a half million on October first. Just FYI. Okay.
1: Good note. How many how many wins do we think he needs?
2: I mean, I think they need to make a bowl game at this point. Yeah. For sure. I I think he'd come back if they won. If they went six and six and showed some like late. Life yeah. and you know, maybe had a strong bowl performance. You know, I think you could do the positive things are on the uptick. Um, he's got it going, but but yeah, I think you're right, it yoked. does
0: have Damn. to be like a a specific type of six wins, yeah. Like, you can't, you the, can't timing. Get to the timing has to be right, yeah, and then limp in at six and six and right do your thing. Well, there. if you're not, all, if you're not going to be Northwestern throwing assistant coaches under the bus too so yeah
2: and this is supposed to be kind of like new you know reformed nebraska i mean they're doing all the things that a coach does the year, fired in which they bring in new offensive coordinators and i i heard he actually has a special teams coach now so that's dubious given how things went um this week but yeah anyhow all right well we'll uh, we'll keep a bdi in nebraska but i gotta i gotta think scott frost sits atop sits on the throne uh, on top of uh Hot seat nation he's the he's the supreme the chancellor is, of hot seat the nation
0: seat is the warmest at the moment
2: <laughs> that's right um and then uh I guess just also shout out to bandy going on the road winning by 53 uh big big trip out to the, the islands um good for them i suppose i, yeah, I think Hawaii may be over
0: by themselves so shout out to them uh love that uh, i yeah. gave the listeners a free winner in week zero that's the last free winner you're getting <laughs> You can subscribe to my Discord after Mr. this. And, you can become uh, a super follower. You followers. can super
2: follow me on Twitter, yeah. and I will still not tweet. My, I will just put uh, more my words will be
0: found in my
2: OnlyFans from, from this point <laughs> forward. Love that. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, uh, Hawaii seems like it's going to be a pretty tough reclamation project there. I hope that I hope that whoever takes over that job, like, loves Hawaii for... I think Timmy Chang's the right guy for the job is what I'm saying. Like he's yeah. a, a, a native son of that program and hopefully is uh, going to be given enough leash to kind yeah. of see through hopefully them getting a stadium on cam- or on campus or a place they can play. I don't know where they were playing this game. It didn't look to be that ragtag of a situation. I think it
1: was, I think it was like an actual like rec field on campus. Okay. But yeah, I Same mean, to, yeah. I, I think it, I, I agree with you. I think. I mean, like, you
2: can bring in bleachers too, and so I mean you sure. get
1: people. They're they're going to have to give some some grace to whoever it is, and I think yeah, Timmy Chang is the 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 favorite son, and so I I hope I hope that ends well, no matter how it ends.
0: But yeah, also, coordinator, like the coordinator Colt Brennan, uh, Scott Frost is getting and Nebraska. His his uh, legacy kind of has earned him maybe a little bit longer of a runway, mm-hmm. so. I would sure. Expect similar things I, I, I
2: do think it's campaign. going to be interesting with these teams like Hawaii or, you know, like we've seen Hawaii be successful before. Right. And, you know, they're I don't want to, they're not as probably consistently successful as a team like Boise, but teams of that ilk, it'll be interesting sort of in this current climate we're in with how much transferring it, that happens and how uh yeah i guess just how much player turnover there is um if a coach leaves or gets fired and how early coaches are getting fired and stuff now like i I, it's gonna be really interesting to see if one of these teams like can't play like at towards the end of a season you know i I mean lsu only had 40 scholarship players at the end of last year or something too which is crazy to think about and you know they're they're basically flipping their roster but rosters are going to turn over really fast it's just i'm kind of curious to see who like Who's the next who who's maybe a higher profile team that's just going to like absolutely crater and then how long does it. How long will a program be down like Nebraska. They seem like they've kind of been down (laughs) for a while now and um, it's it's trending potentially in, in you know the wrong direction there they they seem to be unhappy being mediocre to above average and now they're kind of mediocre to below average and certainly not happy so. I don't know. I, I don't really know what point I'm trying to make here. I'm just kind of curious to see if we're going to get like more of these like abject disaster programs that have like crazy personnel issues. But I guess the, uh, the opposite side of that is still true where you can bring in a whole slew of transfers and flip a roster really fast. And, you know, year to year things can get crazy.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's get Jason Brown back in football. And uh, he's, uh, he's used to putting pieces together on the fly.
2: He's the man for the job. He's, he's used to the of sorts. The Midwest out there too, right? He's, um, yeah. he's, he's done some things in Nebraska, I'm sure. Maybe warrant-related things, but we'll yeah, He see. can't uh, go to
0: any road games, and we can't say why, but uh, <laughs> he, he can coach from home.
2: From a, from his hot tub. Yeah,
0: we'll zoom him in, called place.
2: <laughs> oh man, how iconic was that scene though? The the first time they cut to him in the hot tub with the stogie and and like wherever the hell they were in Mississippi. And a heavy and, pour
0: of hard liquor.
2: Just talk about how he's a, bit, a bit, of bit of an, of an offensive, offensive savant. savant. <laughs> it's too good. He pops up on Twitter every now and then. Still the same. Never change. Yeah, seems seems like a fairly unlikable and miserable person, but that's right. <laughs> Okay, let's get to talking week one, we will pick some games uh, towards the end of this here, but uh, got a lot, a lot on the table. Uh, this week so shout out to week one everywhere. So first up, uh, obviously, we have a game that we will be picking that's on Thursday night as well. But I wanted to call everyone's attention tomorrow to Penn State at Purdue. I think we heard that that is on Fox tomorrow yes, at eight. Fox so regular Fox regular, uh, that probably means we'll get uh, Gus and um, and and the boys on the call, yeah. Huh?
0: I hope so. Hope they don't feel nice. like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck out for for Penn right. State Purdue. That would be I funny in a different kind of way, though.
2: <laughs> this is true. Well, I think Joe Buck works for. I think both those guys work for ESPN now.
0: Oh, do they? They got moved over.
2: Yeah, Buck is on shuffle, Monday. Now I think Amazon Buck is taking some. Yeah. Yeah. I, Hake, I think well, I don't know if Aikman is, but I know Buck is on ESPN now for Monday night football, I think. So anyhow, uh all right, Penn State Purdue. Does this one does this excite you guys? I think this is just a this is a game that I would typically find myself watching at noon, like when uh game day is bled over into the uh the Big Ten kickoff, but um I don't know. Yeah, I think
0: especially it being week one Thursday, it is built like we were saying, pre-show for college football Twitter. Um, yeah. and it'll probably produce the best content. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll have it. I'll have it up. Might yeah. like, sprinkle a wager. Might look for something to fire a dart at or it It'll be
1: the it'll be the first look at Penn State. We'll see some stuff.
0: Some James Franklin will yeah. sure to read
1: some rear stuff ahead. Quality of that stuff undetermined.
2: Well, it's a road game. Purdue. Purdue tends to be frisky at times too. So, I mean, I don't know if this is a frisky Purdue year or not. We probably won't be able to figure that out until number two Ohio State comes to town, or however that works out. But yeah, I mean, this is a a solid matchup of uh, decent teams. I think Penn State probably has some aspirations to be pretty good this year if they can. So, let's see how it goes. Sean Clifford, leading the Nittany Lions. There's a name. What
0: is this? The sixth year in a row? Like he's been there forever. (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, I guess I think he was in a quarterback. He won the quarterback battle with the guy who's Kentucky's quarterback. Okay. Uh, so then that guy transferred um, to Kentucky before last year. So, yeah, but no, these things tend to drag on. So, um, all right, move to Friday, VPI, DU, a weird one with some potential for some weirdness. First game for – um Virginia Tech's new coach Brent Pry. That's his name, I believe. Yep. Mountain Man. Mountain Man Pry. Um yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what just what, what Virginia Tech looks like, to be honest. Like what kind of scheme they're gonna be rolling out, how they're gonna um I'm sure they're gonna do some sort of nominal modern quasi spread pro. We will do you know. multiple on offense. Yes, and defense and special yeah. teams. But uh yeah, but I don't know. I mean that's a ODU.
1: Tough. That's a tough draw for a first coach, like, rolling in. you got to go to Norfolk on a Friday night.
2: Yeah, and, I
0: mean, I, Odu, Odu, I don't know. I
1: think ODU won, like, five or six straight to end the year last year. Like, it's – they appear to be figuring it out. I don't know. It could be interesting.
0: The cheapest there... ticket for this game is apparently $170. Yeah. Well, I know well,
3: they're, they're still playing in that little ass stadium ass ass at ODU. Issue, it's tiny, but
1: yeah, still. SB Ballard Stadium.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Clamshell,
1: I, I believe. It's a cool
2: stadium, but it is definitely, like, gives you, like, it's in the neighborhood, right? Adjacent to ODU, which is kind of sweet, but it it definitely gives you, like, charming old uh, college football stadium vibes. There's no, there's nothing fancy about it.
1: What do you think the, what do you think the line is on this? Ooh. Oh, wasn't
0: uh, it, like, seven and a half or nine or something?
2: I would say less than that, six and a half DPI. It's seven, yeah. Okay. So Interesting. I don't know. That doesn't OD, seem. OD, OD I mean, is getting
1: seven points. Hmm. Maybe you know, maybe maybe with a little sprinkle at, at home. You know, things would be crazy. I would have, crazy. I'd Former have to drive Penn to
2: West State.
0: Virginia to do it, but I, yeah, yeah. I
2: know. <laughs> you know, hit up Magic City while you're there. Hey, two birds, <laughs> <play> one <some laughs> stone.
0: You're <know> <laughs> <stone>, on brother.
2: <laughs> no, I know.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's Chris. I
1: also think um, it's a uh, Paradise City. Paradise. Oh yeah,
2: Magic City. Atlanta. Magic City is more of a Miami feel. I think.
1: Or Miami or Myrtle or something. You yeah. <laughs>
2: I think it's Atlanta, but oh yeah, good point. That's where the wings were. That uh, what's his yeah, name when he got pepper. Pepper, yeah. the lemon pepper wings. Lemon, pepper, broke Lou
0: Will.
2: yeah, yeah. Lou Will broke COVID protocols to get the wings. Ah, oh, see, look at us, just modern sports fans out here,
1: bringing the content that the listeners want.
2: What I'm, what we're trying to say here is, guys, ODU. Just let's go. Let's go, Monarchs. You know,
1: take the points.
0: (laughs) Awaken the echoes of Bobby Wilder.
2: (laughs) Just a couple of former Penn State uh, assistants going at it. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I think people are maybe, and Jason, maybe this is the winning streak to end the year last year. I I don't think that ODU is viewed as negatively as they were heading into last year, but I guess heading into last year, they were coming off a COVID year. They didn't play at all. So
3: that may, that may have
2: been a, a tough, he had a, one of those tough things for a program to write out. They're,
1: they're pretty big. They're pretty big unknown at the moment, but they did have some momentum late last year. Yeah. Uh, what's Bobby Wilder up to? Anybody seen that guy out and about? <laughs> Rocking driving caps everywhere.
2: Mm, tough look. Okay. We'll keep it moving here. Colorado State is at Michigan. This is the first leg of Michigan's dual starting quarterback um, situation. Biblical starting quarterback. Biblical. That's right. Biblical starting quarterback situation. Oh, sure. They will be starting um, – not JJ McCarthy. He's the one who's starting McNown. next week. Cade, Kate, not, I don't think it's Cade McNown.
0: Is it?
2: Cade, Cade McNown was like a UCLA quarterback in like 98. I thought
0: that was Cade McCown.
2: Well, that sounds right. Just a, just, a, just a, some experts Cade here. Cade
0: McNamara. It's got
2: a Cade, yeah, it's Cade, Cade McNamara. McNamara who led them to the playoff last year. Oh, we'll um, see, he gets the nod in the first game, JJ McCarthy in the second game. Um, I'm just kind of curious what the, what the plan is here. It seemed this, this reeks uh, like I got to hand it as much grief as we give Dabo when he, he really handled the Kelly Bryant transition to Trevor Lawrence thing, like with a plum when that happened, Um, it would appear that Jim Harbaugh is <laughs> attempting his, maybe his of that. <laughs> it is starting off with like a, a lot of clumsy press conferences and awkward situations for his quarterback. So we'll um we'll see how it goes. It, it sounds to me. It feels like Harbaugh probably wants McCarthy to be his quarterback, but doesn't want either of them to transfer like first thing. So it's kind of trying to hedging his bets and happening. letting yeah, letting everybody play for a little bit um, just to see how it goes, just in case, you know, McNamara shows up and, and plays well. So. Which could happen. I mean, he's, I think he was serviceable for them last year, but I don't think that their offense was necessarily predicated on quarterback play.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say he's, he's especially a value added
2: quarterback. But they At also have, are going to have different play caller this year. Josh Gaddis has taken his talents to South Beach and is going to be calling plays for the Hurricanes. That's right. So. All right. I, I don't really think that Michigan is in danger here. Michigan's schedule is easy too. Have you seen their out of conference schedule? Sheesh. I mean I mean they're going to I think they're going to just get absolutely hammer timed by Ohio State, but they but they'll this always is going to be 2021. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, all right and the next up this is I think my sneaky most fun game of the weekend well I shouldn't say of the weekend but most fun game that I'm interested to watch at noon on Saturday this is University of North Carolina um Mac Brown returning to his his first head coaching job at app state and uh yeah this game I think started North Carolina was two point favorite then I th- saw it swung towards app and most recently I saw it as a pick 'em, um Yeesh. which is. I almost wanted to put this as a game that we were going to pick just because it was uh, it was pick them on the board. But um, I figured I'd spare us the two and three week uh, just to start. Not that not that any of this is a guarantee, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm interested in this. Drake, uh, North Carolina looked pretty leaky last week against Florida A&M. That was traveling like a, a kind of a a mishmash unit, fruit. missing, missing a bunch of. Um, disgruntled starter. Well, a disgruntled team missing a bunch of starters. Uh, That was also, uh, you know, whatever. What are they? Uh, is is that is that FCS? Is that considered FCS? Yeah, they're an HBCU. Right, right. And yeah, I knew that. I wasn't sure if that was.
0: So I do have this UNC App State game as a pick'em current.
2: Okay, interesting. As of nine
0: forty on Wednesday night. So Applex around the ball
2: sprinkle. They like to get at it. Um, North Carolina, I, I think, is going to is going to try to air it out. Drake May had a good game last week, but uh, that North Carolina defense looked really bad. And I think this could for for the umpteenth year in a row. Yeah, this the could have some can't put a defense together. <laughs> right. Well, don't worry. Florida has hitched their wagon to former North Carolina defensive coordinator Jay Bateman this year as the linebackers coach. So well, get now excited. he's got some athletes. So yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. No, I, I think this is a a good game and noon is weird i would rather this be a night game but i think app state is one of those like sneaky one of the coolest uh like locales to see a football game in the country so it's always cool to see them on tv shout out been there jason and i nearly didn't sneak into a game you know we can go over that on the patreon we
1: did did not run the covert operation well at all as the gate managers giggle we could have gone
2: and stood in the woods with all the guys that descend from the hills to watch the game you know but that would have that would have been too pure uncut of a Boone North Carolina experience for us probably at that point. Well, in our yeah, life. you can't we're go ready.
0: that, that first ready. time off the rip. You got to eat right. into that.
1: That was long hair, Jason. Things were a mess.
2: Is this was this post the haircut when you? No, you this get? was
1: pre. This was before. This is what led to the haircut. <laughs> oh, this was like this was unchecked since like February hair freshman I re-
2: year. I I remember when I saw the haircut, Jason. I. I could not contain I mean I'm already bad at hiding what's going on. No, you face, you laughed was was already like, miserable. I was just like <laughs> nice
1: I was already miserable and you laughed directly in my face. You're well, a terrible
2: friend. No, I mean like sometimes you need to have you know, sometimes you need to be grounded and I'm here to ground.
1: Not that hair corral grounded me itself. Well, you were of no help.
2: Going to the hair corral with that kind of hair was your first mistake.
1: No, it wasn't the hair corral. It was that was the last I it was the Usually trusted hair cutter. I don't know. Do you call a female a barber? That doesn't sound right.
2: Beautician.
1: Stylist. Um,
2: Cosmetologist.
1: That was actually the last time that a professional cut my hair. Ever ah. since then, it's just been slacking this. Miss- yeah.
2: If you Venmo me like 150 bucks, I can let you talk to an uh, intern for an hour and a half. And uh, she can maybe we could do some some rapid eye movement uh, Situation, kind of unpack that trauma.
1: I got way bigger problems than that. She's not. I don't know. <laughs> I seen things. I don't know. It's a pretty bad haircut. It might not be big.
2: I <laughs> would say it was Kind of foundational.
1: Feels like it might be a root of a lot of. <laughs>
2: All right. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, now we're, Anyways, we're back. the point little... is
1: that Logan and I went to an App State game, and it was great. Hey,
2: it was awesome. Yeah, it was very cold. Um, back on the rails here. Uh, next up, this is for the for the purists, the college football purists. We have Army at Coastal Carolina. A lot of triple here. We have a, a, a sort of a, a traditional take on the triple option and a modern take on the triple option offense in Coastal Carolina. Um, Coastal should win. I would think they're favored. Their quarterback comes back, Grayson McCall. Um, coach is back as well. But yeah, I think this one could be interesting in that it's always this is like a this is like a college football game right here in my mind. to just. Um, you know, one Amish offense and one like souped-up Amish offense going at it. It's kind of yeah. have got
0: uh, Coastal favored by two and a half at the
2: moment. oh okay time. Army getting a little love there. Is a uh, uh, is is, is a Munken
0: Coastal this year too?
2: Yeah, they do. Wolf questionable. So
0: <laughs> uh, do the
1: Dukes. So do the Dukes. Wow. Wow. Actually, Coastal is in Charlottesville and in Harrisonburg on back to back weeks to end the season. Man.
2: Wow. On the road. It's going to be chilly. Yeah. Okay. Keep it moving. Memphis is at Mississippi State. This is, I feel like this is a game that happens every year. We get Memphis, Mississippi State, and some weird or potentially weird kind of like breaks loose in this game. So let's just, you know, maybe check in on this once the, at the end of the third quarter. We'll see how uh year three of the uncut Mike Leach um, air raid system.
0: He's been quiet this off season. It, yeah. I, it felt I, like think, that I season. think maybe
2: someone might've got to him and maybe, yeah. maybe that him. is an
1: intentional <laughs> choice by somebody.
2: Yeah. That's it. I mean, he's still, he still tweets some, some of his things, but um, <laughs> we've had a little bit less of like the road show. I, I mean, I would say that's happened for lane too. Um, Lane, joined the Levitard show the other week and it was like, I don't know, it was kind of just a, it was like, they were just talking to a coach. It was like kind of sad. You're like, oh, but dang, I remember.
0: remember when Lane was fine.
2: Yeah. Well, I remember when, you know, they would call up uh, Mike Leach and he would just be like on a barstool in Key West and just talk to them for like an hour. Like, <laughs> just like had no plans. <laughs> really? This guy <laughs> just, how do you getting it done? Anyhow, that's all to say. He's still, he somehow coaches in Starkville, Mississippi. So, um, Great, we'll see how it goes. They were looking pretty good. Their quarterback comes back too. Uh, Will Rogers, I believe, is his name. Strong quarterback name. Probably going to throw for like five thousand yards this year. So
0: that's a gunslinger's name.
2: Yeah, definitely. I don't know too much about Memphis, but they're usually pretty frisky.
0: Yeah, they 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 don't seem to have like the next young prospect for an ACC school to take at the moment. No. But give, I him who, a, give him a couple of years to incubate and uh, who do you think
2: who do you think that guy is or gal
0: the the next top prospect
2: yeah is it is it coastal's coach or are people scared because he's too tripoli
0: i think if you're smart it should be coastal's coach i think yeah like Luke
2: chadwell Fickle, jamie chadwell is, his is name.
0: probably too like accomplished at this point to be considered
2: Yeah, is is the fact that Cincinnati's going to the Big Twelve like does that does that rule him out? I just because you're right, I wouldn't have thought about him either.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) So, so like he's already surpassed what Justin Fuente had done or Mike Norvell had done. Like Mm -hmm. he he feels like a big. I mean, even what Scott Frost. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. so. So.
2: Okay. Louisville is at Syracuse.
0: Silly season.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Louisville is at Syracuse uh, in the dome.
0: I might just, just to see what the uh, the Robert and I 2.0 experience <laughs> looks
2: like. I think, I think Louisville is worth watching. They're fun. I mean, Lee Cunningham is really good that they, they are fun on offense. Um, Syracuse probably got a lot of questions here, but you know, that offense appears to maybe uh, maybe need to advance with the times a little bit. I feel like we're a, a few years removed from like the um, Art Briles style, like pure Art Briles style offense, really being like a, a effective thing. And uh, Syracuse kind of fallen off a bit, but I don't know. I I I I want to say that uh, what is Syracuse's head coach?
0: Dino Babers.
2: You know, Babers, like, should be on a bit of a warm seat, but I don't really know what the situation is at Syracuse, given that it's a private school and um, it's hard to tell what people's contract buyouts are, yada, 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 all that stuff. But um, I feel like Syracuse is one of those jobs that, like, we've seen Syracuse be good, and I don't really think there's any reason they couldn't be a middle-of-the-pack ACC team. But
0: TV. Yeah, I, they, they strike me as, like, they could be good, once every while but not like consistently solid
2: okay so like they're like the anti wake forest wake forest maybe. consistent consistently solid but on the uh, on the years where the uh, like good acc schools are not good they appear to be better than they actually are whereas syracuse just maybe could be just randomly good if they like catch fire with the quarterback situation
0: yeah if, if they don't toss their quarterback into the scrap heap after week 3 <laughs> Right. Over/under for that one is uh, fifty-six and a half. I'll
2: be keeping an eye on that. Hmm. I mean, I don't think Louisville's playing a lot of defense, so.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Louisville's going to score points.
2: Tasty so. little, tasty little over, over Especially opportunity on that, there.
0: Uh, on that speedy surface they've got in the Carrier Dome.
2: Good point. Good point. Jason, you got any um, hot takes on Louisville-Syracuse?
1: No, I know Louisville's good on offense, and I'm I'm not excited about facing Malik when we go. Oh, yeah. In, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going go to tune Louisville. in, do some scouting. Advanced right scouting. To, jot down some notes. You get the wax
2: pen out, you know, drawing up some some uh, Will Muschamp plays on the board. Good talking about
1: running boy, run fits. rewinder back over and over. And just... <laughs> oh, Kurt,
2: Coach Kurt's going to need to see this one. That's what I'm saying. Coach, I went ahead and cut up 57 straight plays of Louisville film for you.
0: Hey,
1: Coach, we, we've a met risk. four times ever. Put it hey, on a tape. Put you up a notebook. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, hey, that could be the key. You could be the inside man, Jason. Then we could all get cushy jobs on some college football staff as like re- assistant recruiting liaison. It's,
1: we'll just put will Frankenstein together titles from all. Logan, of Logan and I can tag team the uh,
0: entire Florida area. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. do a lot of golf course, <laughs> high school coaching. <laughs> right. you know, Your shirt. business is like, done. Yeah, that's right. Shake some hands, you know what
2: I'm saying? I do I do. Um okay, we'll move to Sunday. We got FSU at LSU more or less. This game is in New Orleans, I believe. We were discussing it at the beginning of the show. This might be part of the Chick-fil-A kickoff package uh weekend thing that they do. It also might not be because it's on Sunday. So I, I could be I could be wrong there. But um
1: I this is an interesting is. game
2: to me. Okay, it is. Good to know. No, wait. Wow. wait,
1: what game are we talking about?
2: FSU Boise at LSU?
1: LSU? No, sorry, I skipped a line. FSU oh, is man. not part of yeah. it. Clemson, Georgia, take uh,
2: it. Right. BTW, Boise State, Oregon State is happening this weekend, too. We don't really need to talk about that, but, you know. That is a thing. We will see. All right. Uh, FSU, uh, LSU. I don't know. I'm very curious. I think LSU is going to be. Somebody's going to win this game. Kind of, Yeah, kind of like we were talking about earlier. A curious case for, like, totally flipping a roster with, like, transfers and new coach and new coordinators and just, roll the ball out and see if everything gels everything gels they're going to be probably more talented than fsu and have a home field advantage and likely be stronger on the defensive side of the ball than fsu so i would guess that lsu is getting a little bit of of a favorite nod here but um fsu did play last week it looked a little bit leaky um not unlike north carolina uh at at times uh, against a, a really overmatched team in the rain fsu i think also they're best receiver twisted his ankle. I don't know if he's going to be playing this week either, which is not great for, for them. But um, yeah, I mean, this is a curious game because I don't know that you know really what to expect from either team, especially LSU. Like, I'm just, again, exceedingly curious to see what LSU looks
1: like. I think it's going to be very weird, and thus we'll probably watch it. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's going to be the only, only show on of the day. It's also true, um, LSU currently favored by three is what I am seeing okay um i saw a tweet today where lsu's players are apparently very impressed by the level of detail involved in the game planning um
2: take do you that mean to tell me that coach coach O wasn't really beating him up with game planning
0: yeah take that as you will
2: yeah that that's the the classic story that like doesn't mean anything but is like so shady towards <laughs> Staff for no reason a yeah, year after a really they won like the national the championship
0: to the old guy it's it's right. not to get people fired up about the new guy it's like oh yeah let's pile on the guy we're still paying his buyout
2: yeah no, oh no i believe me as a florida fan i i am i'm well versed in in this uh type of tweet but yeah i i think i mean fsu what they want to do on offense and their, their quarterback jordan travis i'm still not a you know I'll own my biases here. I'm not completely sold on the Jordan Travis quarterback experience. Um, he seems still to be a little raw to me, but he has certainly gotten better at doing like more traditional quarterback things, pushing the ball down the field and stuff. But I do think that that was aided by, I believe the receiver who got hurt's name is John, Johnny Wilson, um, something along those lines. So um, if he's not playing, that could be tough. Cause he's one of those like big body six, five uh, can go get it type deep threat guys that they were appeared to be maybe leaning on. A Don the Wicks
0: type. Yeah. I got
2: you. Yeah. Yeah. More of a Lavelle Davis type. While
0: we are on the subject of FSU quarterbacks, I did catch some of the FAU game this past weekend. Got It was good to see uh, one Nkosi Perry out there <laughs> slinging the pill. He was a former Miami around. quarterback. Yeah. Well, Florida State, Miami, they all. You
2: know, <laughs> Same idea. They all bleed together. Yeah. yeah all, good point. All
0: quarterback disappointments.
2: Yeah, I it is crazy that he's bucket. like he's like a grizzled veteran at this point in Cozy Perry. He's really been through it.
0: Well, they, yeah. Well, and they said like he is FAU's first uh, consecutive season starter for like seven or eight years. Jeez, and they've been just rotating guys through. Yeah, but now they have continuity. So look out, Boca Raton.
2: <laughs> they looked. I I wa- actually catch the fever. I actually watched uh, a good bit of that game, and they did look. They looked pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. frisky. It was not a rocking atmosphere at the uh, at the Boca the Boca Raton Bowl or whatever they no. call it. But
1: and yet you and yet you bash that without making the trip yourself. You just rain on the loyal fans and don't participate <laughs> was, in the process at all. Was you did fresh.
0: make the trip for the Boca Bowl, didn't you? Yeah, I went to I went About and saw them play in ago? the Boca
2: Bowl a couple of years ago. They took on uh, one uh, Terry Bowden coached Akron, I believe. <laughs> in one of the saddest sentences that's ever been uttered on this podcast <laughs> terry bowden's akron zips
0: uh any anyhow. anytime the akron zips are mentioned i'm obligated to bring up that they are one of the most underrated mascots to use in the mascot game feature of the oh Arc. yeah because they're kangaroos they're right yeah that was great trip. just to have a bunch of joeys out there running <laughs> running <laughs> Fullback power. Oh, man. Fullback power. <laughs>
2: uh, um, yeah, so I, I'll be tuning in this one in the Monday night. Uh, I'm just throwing this out here, uh, you know, just for our boy Miles, since I know he's out there listening. But we got Clemson at Georgia Tech, more or less. Is, is this also in the big dome in, in Atlanta? Yes, is this, it, this is part a, of the True. Really sucks for Georgia Tech. <laughs> they, they, they don't even get to host. A home game there in their home city stadium situation, but uh, Clemson, I'm gonna need to see some things from Clemson before I'm I'm ready to believe. It I think I might some be questions, ready some questions are being asked. I think I might be ready to believe, but I need to see some quarterback things happen. And uh, I guess they they did they, they promote from within on the with the coordinators. Is that how that goes there now? Or are they just such oh, a machine? Shoot. They're just yeah. So. The, that that can be good. That can also backfire if uh, all world defensive coordinator Brent Venables, who was just like calling all the plays and, and like never let anybody do anything else, is all of a sudden gone, and everyone's like, "Well,
3: hmm."
0: Does anybody know what these binders mean? Because I don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the guy in the purple shirt with the green hat that used to do this a lot, you know.
0: The, the, yeah, Virginia took his get back coach. He's on the on the strength and coordinating. Conditioning, whatever that other other activity <laughs> cool is. Yeah. The
2: SNC staff.
1: I love that crossover though.
2: Have they really has you know, and then wait, who does Virginia have? They got Richmond. Yeah, they have the spiders. Gotcha. What, is that a nooner?
0: Twelve thirty, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's right.
2: Raycom, sweet. Love
1: it.
0: Yes,
2: 3 out. Trace. Gotcha. <sighs> you gonna watch you gonna watch a lot of that? What do you think? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm ready. My 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 spirit Listen, is ready. I am trying I'm to consume
0: as much Brennan Armstrong content as I'm allowed. True. That's a good point. After this year, he he does not belong to us anymore. So
2: that's true. Your 2023 commanders starting quarterback, Brennan Armstrong <laughs> oh, oh, beats out open. Sam. Beats out Sam Howell.
0: Oh, also shout out to Bryce Perkins. Made the fifty-three man out in los angeles so
2: he's i mean he's been with them for what three or four years now
0: uh i think this is third
2: okay yeah i'm i'm sometimes kind of surprised but as he shows up and and puts highlights on he puts good film up for the preseason yeah get get a contract love that three to the neck as they say all right,
0: I just sh- I need to start doing that on the golf course whenever I put a three <laughs> on the card. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Including pars on par threes? Yes. Just it's storming especially off. Especially pars on par threes. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, Jordan, um, we have picks. We have five games to pick. Take us home. Actually, give us an update. How did we do? How did we do last week?
0: So we all went one and one.
2: Um, Love it. You guys didn't. We are, we are starting
0: week one from the same start line. Nobody got a, a huge head start. Nobody dug themselves a hole. You were potentially a winner or a loser depending on unit allocation last week. So,
2: right. That's,
0: that's between you and Jesus. Um,
2: Luckily for me, I always Jesus is George's Allocate. Belly. A lot of units yeah. on the Commodores, so yeah,
0: we need to print those shirts. Jesus is my bookie, you know a a, a play a play on the Jesus <laughs> is my homeboy shirts that were so yeah, popular. <laughs>
3: this is my bookie.
2: <laughs> we might have to edit that out. Soon. It could be Jesus. <laughs> Jesus <No>. is <laughs> my bookie, and it could be just like a guy named Jesus.
0: How many how many pastors
1: listen to this podcast, Jordan? Should we edit that out?
0: Yeah. Oh no, no we're fine. All right. <laughs> Grace, grace covenant's a pretty pretty uh
1: that's true very progressive
0: yeah well i don't i don't know if, well
1: <laughs> no that's the
0: right <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many people <laughs> no, would, no,
2: let's keep moving all right so we all the
0: P-1. that way but uh <laughs> week one we have upped Excuse the me. ante from two games to five games against the spread uh mm. this will be the menu from from here onward to the end of the season Buckle up for the ride.
2: No golden uh, sombreros this year, boys. Let's let's try is, to let's try to go minimize the and zero in five weeks.
0: To remind our listeners that these are for entertainment purposes only. Um, fire bullets at your own discretion. We're going to start Thursday night with a game that truly awakens the echoes of of a dormant rivalry. It's the backyard brawl. West Virginia Mountaineers at the Pitt Panthers Thursday night, seven p.m. Um, before we get to pick, I want to say quickly there was a pretty good uh, Sports Illustrated article on this rivalry that I saw come across the timeline today. Um, mm-hmm. Jason shaking his head, no, that it, it wasn't was about. Good. It was
1: mostly about thirteen to nine, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. So, so.
1: terrible memories.
0: Yeah. I for, I forget that Jason is a, is a West Virginia fan and also a TCU fan. Uh, yeah. and also a Texas fan. Disturbingly a Texas
2: fan. Yeah. So
0: thank you he for loves reminding me of all the hats you, you wear it, in secret, Jason.
1: I have, uh, I have blood connections to West Virginia. That was a painful night.
3: Yeah. BCs. Uh,
0: well, if you don't have blood connections and you, it is a, it is a pretty interesting article. Uh, S-A- SI hasn't churned out a lot of great content in the past couple of years, but that article was pretty well written, I thought. Yep. Um, so getting to the picks, the home team, Pittsburgh Panthers, favored by seven and a half. Jason Creck, you are up. First to the tee.
1: It's
2: uh, <laughs> time for the ceremonial tossing of the tee. Now driving.
1: Now on the tee. Um... That's a really hard line.
2: The quarterback matchup in this game is juicy.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I think I think that half point sways me. I'm going to take West Virginia. Mama, um, mm. I know I, that's probably a bit of an emotional pick, which is a great way to start my year. Yeah. Um, so. But and I know I know Pitt has has the young Slovis boy. Um,
0: Friend of the program. <laughs> like we
1: first, I feel like we first said the young Slovis boy like right. seven years ago. Yeah.
2: Your favorite Jedi's. Your your favorite Jedi's favorite Jedi, Keaton Slovis. That's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think I don't think Pitt's gonna take a huge step backwards um, with Picket gone, but. Um, well, West Virginia has, uh, has Daniels, right? JT Daniels?
2: Yeah. This is the yeah. battle of former USC castoffs.
1: So I think, I mean, Neil Brown kind of looking for like to get his wheels kind of finally going in year four. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that they win outright, but I, I, this rivalry lends itself to weirdness and I'm very happy it's back. And I think it'll be closer than a touchdown or a touchdown at most. So I'm going to take, the ears.
0: All right, I am going to take Pitt. Um, I am very interested to see how these two X USC QBs handle a hostile environment like this. Um, I don't know that the Coliseum ever got super rowdy, like uh, like a backyard brawl is is inclined to fire off especially after all all those years of maybe some pent up feelings and aggressions um,
2: I mean J.T. So Daniels is yeah. at Georgia so he's seen probably seen some things
0: well was he relied on at Georgia though? <laughs> no well in those no. environments was
2: was any Georgia quarterback relied on in the last uh, 3 <laughs> you're to 5 years making my point for me yeah I, thank you you're welcome
0: um, so yeah i think like obviously Pitt has to replace Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison, but pretty much everywhere else across the board on their offensive and defense, they return a good chunk of starters. Um, they are always kind of sneakily, like pretty steady and reliable in terms of just like program shape and um, discipline and all that, all that stuff. Yes, their coach makes some interesting decisions at times. Um, but I like them as home favorites to maybe win, maybe win by ten. Call it a comfy yeah. evening.
2: Yeah, I have some um, some concerns about uh, Pat Narduzzi getting getting a little frisky and uh, talking trash about his uh, former offensive coordinator who left for Nebraska. Who you know only coached a, a quarterback to Heisman contention last year. And like and also
1: was, I believe didn't he immediately get thrown under the bus this weekend. So he's yeah, it's, it's the been bus a tough five, couple.
2: It's been a tough week for Mark Whipple, yeah. um, Mark Whipple fans everywhere. But um, so I, I, I'm concerned that Pittsburgh may be trying to reassume identity as Narduzzi ball. Uh, we're going to, we want to run it. We want to be a little bit more um, between the hashes uh, or between the tackles, I should say, kind of team. Um, But I just don't, I don't think that I think being at home is helpful and I I guess I just don't really I don't trust West Virginia enough at this point. Um, So yeah, it, I don't think, yeah I think, like you said Jordan 10 is probably a good number. I don't think there's any world in which Pitt is going to like beat this team. I don't think they're going to win by like 17 or 24 or anything like that. I, I I think this could could be relatively low scoring, which is why I gave it some thought. But I'll go with uh, I'll go with Pitt here to kind of uh, maybe pull away a little bit towards the end, Equin out, cover.
0: Great teams cover. Show me something, Nardu's and they went like
2: eighteen to ten. It would just be disgusting. Oh, oh. be delicious! <laughs> That's a Sick steel country victory, brother. <laughs> in the in in the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field, now known as whatever it's known as.
0: So yeah, some insurance conglomerate or something. Yes. Um, all right, we move to Saturday, three p.m. This is the first of the Chick Fil A doubleheader, I believe. Okay. Uh, we have the Oregon Ducks versus. The Georgia Bulldogs, pretty much a de facto home game for Georgia. Um, I am going, uh, the line, sorry, Georgia favored by 17 at the moment. That's where we're picking it at. I'm going to take Oregon here. Um, part of this pick and my later pick. Um, Spoilers. Big number Yeah, spoiler alert. Um is I'm kind of anticipating Georgia keeping things a little vanilla, um, in terms of,
2: no, what
1: they,
0: what they roll out. They're vanilla anyhow, <laughs> but but I don't think you, like
1: you can't give Logan that kind of opening. Right? <laughs> no, no, I don't.
0: I don't think this is a game where they like they pull out any more stops than they need to, um, just because of what they have ahead of them in terms of an SEC slate. Uh, Oregon's got what, what, Bo Nix on, on, yeah. on the roster. The offensive coordinator is Kenny Dillingham, who was with Bo Nix uh, when they put up 48 against Alabama. I'm not saying they put up 48 against Georgia, but I think there's a connection there, and continuity is a good thing. Uh, so give me the Ducks. And Dan Lanning knows some secrets. So um, I'll, I'll take Oregon.
2: What was the spread? 17. Oh yeah. I'll take Oregon too. I just, I, I, I think this could be your classic convincing victory by Georgia. That is again, not like a, a big point spread because I don't think or this early in the year, Georgia's really worried about blowing anybody out. Um, yeah. They will be trotting out Stetson Bennett again, which is, you know, he is the great equalizer um, and we'll see if his, if, if new improved Jack and tan and um, lined up Stetson Bennett uh, brings any new quarterback skills to the, uh, to the table, or if he just looks the part more. But um, yeah, well, we'll—I don't know. I, I, Yeah, the combination of landing and the fact that Oregon is still probably is still going to be riding the wave of some good recruiting under Mario Cristobal um, on the offensive and defensive lines. Like, I don't think Oregon's going to be like absolutely pushed around. Uh, yeah, I think despite they're what pretty Utah pretty this, despite what Utah did to them event. twice, you know, last last year. What do you say?
0: I think pretty much their entire starting line from last year is back, so <clears throat> right. A lot like continuity in the trenches.
2: Yeah, I, the Bonix Bonix doesn't really do much for me personally. Uh, uh, from like a like, I mean Bonics things could go, I guess, crazy, but they go crazy in both directions. So like, yeah, the, but I'm not worried net,
0: that he's like he's going to be scared of Georgia. You know?
2: Oh no, like, I'm not. I'm not worried about that either. I'm just also not worried about him being very good. Okay. So like, just cause you're not scared doesn't mean you're also not Bo Nix. So I, I just think that I don't that, need that, you to win the game. I just need you to cover 17 <laughs> for me. bingo. Thank you. That's a great point. So um, yeah. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll sit there. We'll take the ducks and ride this one out when, or when Georgia's up 24 to seven at the end of the
1: first quarter and be really mad. <laughs> I really wanted to talk myself into picking Georgia, just to be contrarian, but I think you guys are probably right. Um, oh boy! I think I
2: don't Oregon, believe in this. Oregon's got some teams. firepower
1: enough to to keep up with a a Georgia offense that, yeah, probably is not going to be opening up the playbook to its fullest. So yeah, you guys said it all.
0: They'll they'll be reading from one page of the offensive hymnal this That's week, right. rather than a page and a half when conference play starts.
1: Thanks, Peter Richt.
0: Our third game kicks off half an hour later. This is Cincinnati at the Arkansas raisin ba- Razorbacks. Raisin backs. No, they're Razorbacks now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Michael. Um, we've got Arkansas at home, favored by six and a half, and Logan gets the start.
2: Oof. My parents are going to this game,
1: side note.
3: Oh, that's fun. Awesome.
1: Yeah, shout out. Shout out to the fam. Um oh, we we never broke down um Oh yeah. We never broke we down Mr. David's
2: ace. Shout out to Mr. David. Dad had a hole in one this weekend. A birthday hole in one. A birthday yeah. hole in one of that. Good point. He of course slow played it like it, you know. He probably wouldn't have told me. Uh like the guy that he was riding in the car with hadn't have ratted him out. Connor convinced him to uh, you know, write the to. to to keep the ball so he's got it with his score at least he's you know at least he's covered there but you is know, that picture his, of humility
0: like is that his first or no second okay
2: yeah so yeah no it was pretty awesome he said he had a pitching wedge uh past the hole came back down the hill dropped it right in the cup he said it was really cool because i mean it was he said it was a like 106 yard uh playing hole um and uh yeah he said it was dual like you could the ball the whole way which was that's got to be kind of sweet to, to watch yeah. like that yeah so. that's,
1: that's the ideal the
2: yes ideal <laughs> yeah not just get up there and be like oh i mean this is awesome but actually be able to you know windmill dunk on your bros when you're <laughs> uh when you're on the tee box so yeah no shout out to mr d keeping it keeping it going it's the new grips he got new grips on his clubs guys he's a mid-sized grip guy now and yes. yeah he's, he's ripping it he's ripping it <clears throat> But anyhow, okay. Anyway, stop stalling. Back Arkansas to Cincinnati, Cincinnati at Arkansas. So Cincinnati lost their quarterback and uh, first round uh, defensive back. Um, Arkansas lost one of the best wide receivers in the country on a team that I don't know that I would necessarily say was like a super dy- dynamic passing threat team, um, even though evidently they were because Traylon Burks was the first round pick and and all that. Uh, we got some good continuity with the coaching staff. I think, well, definitely on, uh, on, on on the side of the ball for uh, Arkansas. I believe all their coordinators are back. Six and a half seems like a big number to me. So I'm going to take Cincinnati uh, just because I think these teams are probably closer than that. And I believe in Cincinnati's overall program trajectory as well. Uh, I, I just think, I think that's, too big, too big of a number for uh, for me. So, give me Cincinnati with those points there. That that would be nice.
1: Yeah, that number. <sighs> that number is big. I don't love
0: it. <laughs> that, that reminds me of the the Spencer tweet where he said, "If you're in a room with guys who are college football fans and you know they gamble as well, just." Just randomly throw out a, hmm, that's a big number. And a big number. It means absolutely nothing. Just yeah. not a thing. And
1: then and just walk out of the walk room. away. Yep. Um, that, again, that half point is big. I think I'm going to take Arkansas here. I think uh, Cincinnati is going to have a, a little bit of growing pains, and Arkansas might be able to just sit on them a little bit um, yeah. and keep it, keep it to a touchdown. Um, but that's right on the edge of, Honestly, if it was seven and a half, I might take Cincy, but I I think I'll take Arkansas just just from a sheer sheer bodies standpoint.
0: I am going to ride with the Bearcats in week one. Um, They famously got out of the gate slow last year, and I think they were pressing too much. Uh, I think Desmond Ritter was pressing too much. I'm interested to see what a quarterback who doesn't really have any expectations on him the way Ritter did last year comes out of the gate um, maybe is a more coachable, malleable mind. um, And maybe that benefits Cincinnati. Um, I I mean, Ritter got drafted. He was was good. Yeah.
2: But he was definitely, you were right. He was definitely pressing.
0: Yeah. So I think like, they definitely have the bodies to compete with an Arkansas-type team. Uh, advanced stats like Cincinnati, SP Plus like Cincinnati for this. And I personally am more comfortable banking with Luke Fickle and in an entire office season of prep than I am Sam Pittman at the moment. Um, so that's why I'm going with Cincinnati.
2: This is, I mean, this is a very interesting game. Like, yeah, it, it, it I'm could, hard to watch it. it. I'm, I, I'm kind of like these teams for scheduling this. Um, I will continue to say that Arkansas does themselves no favors as they, you know, a good season for Arkansas is, you know, comfortably making a bowl game, right? And, you know, you're up against it when you play. I think they play BYU also. I mean, they're they're that's yeah. a, a a tough schedule for them. So. um, yeah, uh, right. the offensive coordinator from Cincinnati, I believe Mike Denbrock, left and is the play caller at LSU now. So they will be breaking in a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator. So that is something to maybe keep an eye on from a continuity standpoint. But Fickle seems to have that thing humming as far as uh, it goes. So, yep, go Bearcats.
0: All right, game number four, one that's close to our our program's heart. We've got the Utah Utes, the Elevation Boys, who I I am fond of, as many followers know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are traveling down to sea level, where they will take on the Florida Gators in the swamp. Uh, Utah is favored on the road by three points, and Jason gets to start us off.
1: Only three, man. I was really hoping I would get more points, but... Um, I am going to take Florida at home. Um, I don't have any reason to have faith in Florida at this point, uh, if we're being frank, but uh, new era, excitement under the lights, first game of the year. Um, Utah is a, a very good team, but I think Florida probably punched below its weight last year. I think that's not a hot take to say, um, and I think they'll be – significantly improved this year um and i yeah with the with all the momentum of first game at home and and new coach and new era and all that stuff i will take the gators in benjamin hill griffin stadium
2: steve's your field at ben hill griffin, that's right. griffin stadium that's right there it is.
0: i am also going to take florida
2: Oh, no, boys. We're in. Oh,
0: <laughs> I, What a I time to be I alive. To, like,
2: yeah, let's hear it. The,
0: the vibes were off at the end of the year, and this is a vibes pick, um, but Mullen had lost control um, mm-hmm. there towards the end, and so I'm not going to allow myself to be tainted by what I saw on the field towards the end of the year from Florida. Yeah. Um, I think – having a new competent, organized coach is a huge shot in the arm. And we have the talent that Florida has in the locker yes. room. Um, they should be able to win this game without question uh, whether or not they do, who knows. But if I'm getting points for Florida in a night game in a, in the swamp uh, week one, where you've had the entire off season to, to prep for this opponent in theory. Um, I'll take Florida.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I'm going to do it. I will also take the Gators. I think you guys have laid out. Um, I, I, I think based on the line and everything you guys have laid out that it is kind of, it would appear to be the smart pick. I think side unseen, you would probably take Florida's roster over Utah's. Um, I think Utah has an advantage in that their quarterback comes back. Um, I don't know that their quarterback is the most talented quarterback in this game, but you know, he is at least returning. I think he had a shoulder injury though, uh, towards the end of last year. And I believe got knocked out of the Rose bowl as well. Um, they, they have re- a couple of really good tight ends. They like to get involved. So if, you know, if Florida's linebacker play doesn't make some advancements or they don't, you know, get some things covered up there, I think that could be a soft spot. And if Florida's really, you know, the middle of the defensive line, which has been a soft spot for them, um, they, uh they, that, that could be the roadmap for Utah to take advantage. But I just, I look at Utah and I mean, they had a good year last year, but I think they lost to San Diego state. And I think they lost to BYU. And I think they lost to, I uh, mean, um, Oregon state. I mean, I, they had some like stinker games that they put up. They started a little slow last year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that might just be kind of how, Utah does it a little bit. Um, it's a tough, that's a tough ask for Utah to come across the country and play in, in this environment. It's going to be a tough ask for Florida to go back next year and do the same thing. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious, obviously, to see what Florida looks like, because I think that they're going to be a little bit more stayed on offense than they were under Mullen. Um, I, I do think that the, probably quality of play calling takes a little bit of a step back, but I think that that could be made up for um, with maybe some improved quality of defensive play calling and, and maybe just defensive scheme improvements overall just Some
0: like game management
2: decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think I, I, I read a stat online too. In the last two years, Florida has lost three games at home and one of them involved a missed extra point in a thrown shoe um, in that LSU game. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's still really a, a pretty impressive home record given who they've posted at home in the past yep. two years. Right. And um, I think there's enough talent on the team. I'm a little worried about Florida's offensive line little worried about Florida's defensive line. Um those have clearly been areas that uh the Mr. that the, the the recruiting behemoth has been focusing their efforts on uh in the early stages here. So yeah. And you know, another thing too, just kind of going back to like the like Florida was close. I mean they should have beat Kentucky last year. They just that was a close game that they lost. Um they got run out of the gym by South Carolina, which was really weird. But that that was really where things kind of went off the rails for Florida. They pulled it together and beat Florida State. Um, You know, I I don't think they were actually that far away from having a good record last year to, you know, uh, I don't want to say a great record, but that's why I I just think that uh, from a talent standpoint and organization standpoint, Florida should be improved. And uh, it's probably too much to ask of Utah. So we'll see.
0: Go Gators.
2: Also I I know we get Florida's defense a lot of grief last year cuz they were situationally very bad but Florida's defense was like solidly like middle of the pack in the country last year. They didn't have like a the hundredth ranked defense or anything. I I think, you know, that might speak a little bit to the standard that has been set and the expectations and and everything else, but I think Florida's defense was like 52 in like total defense or something. I I, I want to say that that's good. That that's not as bad as sky is falling bad you know if they can improve that
3: you know 15 if if you can
2: yeah if you can improve that 15 20 spots though you're you're all of a sudden like a top i mean yeah a top 25 percent defense in the country that would probably be acceptable given the talent you have on offense typically so
0: we'll see their their defense returns a good chunk of starters too doesn't it
2: yeah and they got some young guys that are to play, and that was kind of one of the big gripes about the Mullin was that he was very deferential to and upperclassmen and and uh people who had been in the program more so than maybe people who needed to play. Um, so I think I've, this, I've
0: heard that before,
2: it would, yeah, it would have very we've we've lived parallel situations with, with, with the different shades at, of orange at, and at times, yep. yes, yeah, for sure, but um. Yeah, so, I mean, it will be interesting to kind of let the cream rise. I think uh, Devin Moore, a freshman, was uh, maybe getting the Nard, not Nard, the the nod to be one of the starters at corner at the University of Florida in his first game.
3: So that's – it.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the so that kid's going to be good. But, yeah, I think you're going to see maybe some more freshmen play. Um, and uh, Florida does bring back big Desmond Watson, uh, the defensive tackle, 6'5", 439 pounds on the depth chart that's it's a big dude. So I don't think he's that's lost wild. any, I don't think the off season weight loss program necessarily took, uh, but we'll see yeah. how much he plays. Go Gators. Though. All
0: right. We'll keep an eye on that as well. I All think it's going to be a crazy
2: high. atmosphere. I think it'll be fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's going to be a real treat to have like that on our TV screen week one to have a swamp fired up for a night game. Like
2: potentially that. a good color combination matchup in this game as well. Utah is, I believe going to be wearing their all-white throwbacks baseball bowl, so they'll be wearing white-on-white helmets, and uh, that, that, that opens up a lot of options for the Gators.
0: Yeah. Uh, On to a less exciting game, potentially, but that's <laughs> fine. 7.30 p.m. kickoff, we've got Notre Dame at the Ohio State University. The Buckeyes, are home favorites. We've got another line of a clean 17, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm gonna take Notre Dame in this one. Uh, advanced stats, SP plus, both like Notre Dame here. Um, and again, going back to my Oregon pick, I think Ohio State is also in a position of, let's just win it. Let's not show too much off. We've got a B1G slate ahead of us. Um, we've, we've got plenty of pieces to win it without really having to open up the bag of tricks in, in the offensive firepower they have with Stroud and Henderson and Smith and Jigba. Um, Notre Dame brings back a good chunk of last year's offensive line. Uh, I think having a defensive minded head coach in Marcus Freeman uh, probably lends itself to wanting to slow the day, slow the game down a bit um, to keep in touch for longer, which in theory should lead to a lower margin of victory. So I know that's a lot of you know, steps to take to get there, and I'm relying on uh, Notre Dame to show up, but uh, I think they can. Especially again, full off season of prep. The guys are gonna be fired up to play for Coach Freeman. So I think that's worth a non zero amount of something. So I'll take Notre Dame.
2: Um well, that was very eloquent. I appreciate your words there. I'm gonna take, well. t- take Ohio State as well. I'm um, gonna take Ohio State. home game fired up new defense situation uh, coming off a Rose bowl where they sort of stormed back. I think they're often going to be one of the, probably the best country from a like just pound for pound point scoring capability uh, standpoint. You're right. Maybe they show everything, but I don't think 17 is, is, too big of an ask in this game for them. So I'll go Ohio state. Um, but there is some Notre Dame back to recover potential for sure.
1: Yeah, the, the first thing I thought of when I saw 17 was Notre Dame back to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it seems very Notre Dame week one to do so. Um, I also, I feel like, um, is this just a gut feeling with zero evidence to it? Or am I right on like, late season Ohio State is usually a full 10 to 15 points better than early season Ohio State. Um, yeah. Like, by a jarring amount.
2: I mean early season Notre Dame should have lost to Florida State last year.
1: FYI. Also
0: a fair point. Um but is early oh yeah, season I, Florida State actually the best?
1: It's, <laughs> it's a good, good point. <laughs> to, um, but but no, I I think I think Ohio State usually rounds into form like the the 7th or 8th week of the season. I think uh I think there's some some truth to the they don't need to put the pedal to the floor to beat Notre Dame. Um, I think Notre Dame looks good in the trenches. Uh, I think new coach um, for, for Notre Dame, he's been on staff, obviously, but some some new blood there. So I think they'll be able to keep it closer than 17 or at least sneak back in very late to irritate Logan and yeah, really, that's fine. really end his night on anger, which is what we're all going for.
0: I'm also interested to just to know, like, how Notre Dame plays, how mentally freed up some of those guys feel yeah. just not having Brian Kelly around anymore. I I think that's not nothing.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Like, they signed but, up to play for the guy, but right. at the same time. like That's
2: he- probably true. He is one of those guys that really kind of gets dumped on, but the results also speak for themselves, too. I mean, as far as his, like, ability to lead a program uh, it's kind of impressive given as sort of like widely apparently reviled <laughs> as he is and how it's kind of cranky and um obnoxious as he is but oh well so we'll see
0: i i yes. want to make it clear also i'm not i'm not gonna feel good pulling for notre dame to do anything <laughs> thank effectively you okay. in this game i want <laughs> i want to make that clear to all the fans. Thank we appreciate
2: you making that clear. I don't, I wouldn't want the fans to think that you are out right. here rooting for Notre Dame. That you. I don't, don't want to set
0: dance. off any misgivings about where where my morals and values lie.
2: That's right, Jason. Who do the Dukes have this weekend?
1: Dukes have the Blue Raiders.
2: That's right, Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. That, is that a home game?
1: It is a home game. 6 p.m. under the
2: lights. Wow, the lights will be on at six. Love it.
1: Espen Plus. Our fans are ecstatic.
0: Are they turning the lights on at six, or will they come on a little later?
1: I have a feeling they'll be on. I think they'll be on at six. They'll probably turn on at six because you just leave them on, and yeah, you don't want to have a, you don't have a, you don't have a situation in your first first game as an FBS <laughs> team.
0: You just keep clicking the button, like come on, guys, just, yeah. The, what
2: is the timer? The timer runs out at uh, Hillendale Park or whatever you're that's playing what I'm tennis like, late night. The, the tennis court lights go <laughs> off. That used to happen at the turf, uh, the turf field sometimes. That was kind of jarring when that would happen. You're like, Oh man,
1: yeah, it makes it's just the most intimidating sound ever. Those
2: 10 p.m., those 10 p.m. games hit different, you know. (laughs) He's trying to chop it up with the wags afterwards, and you know, you just yes, (laughs) the piles of wags that would show up, (laughs) uber wags, dude, dank wags.
1: (sighs) Uh, You're trying to shrug off puking behind a trash can, it's not a big deal. Listen.
2: I gave my all for the Shanksters. Okay. <laughs> I'll have you know. True. Multiple times, numerous times. <laughs> <clears throat> Okie okay, dokie. Okay. Does anybody have anything else they would like to say before we wrap this thing up?
1: Mm, excited yeah. to be I mean, back. We <laughs> have a long
2: weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Happy Labor Day. Thank you for your labors, everybody. Don't be sure to not thank any service members for their service this weekend, though, because that is yeah. not what this weekend is about. Okay. Yeah. You know, they will be, that's what Memorial Day. Was for that's what the uh, 4th of July was for, not not this. Okay, that's what so Flag
0: Day is for, also.
2: Flag Day will be for that, Veterans Day, also for that. They get a lot, it, turns out they get a lot of days. Um, so they want to make sure that you know they don't get Father's Day, no. <laughs> that's right, President's Day. Okay, um, yeah, enjoy that. And, and once again, a heartfelt congratulations from Florida to the uh, to, to the, the the Scramble Boys. For bringing it home two years running in the, the Lakeview. What, what do you call it? Dog leg, right? The restless
1: dog leg. <laughs> the restless dog leg.
2: <laughs> I feel like that name could be used some workshopping. Probably,
1: know. but it's been that for since before I got in the league, which was oh. seven years ago.
2: Man, time flies. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. This is the Wheel Wrap Podcast where I put a wheel at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet. The- com spill it all out and uh you can get the show there uh jordan are we gonna be posting the pick spreadsheet on the website still is that still happening should be still up uh, a fan was inquiring so if i, it's, I can uh we might need to change the tab that's showing or something i don't know but
0: yeah I, I can do some drilling down within Thank the back end
2: you, you just uh we'll uh, we'll go on that um dr colin smith would like everybody to know that he's also one and one after the first week uh so i think he was think who did he, he tail me or you I think me, I think oh. he had Vandy. So oh. yeah. I see. SEC, SEC bias. Yeah. Our embedded, our embedded uh, PAC 12 correspondent. Uh, we'll, we'll check in with him at some point this year, but
0: yep. Good way to end it. Thanks for joining us as always. Go Gators
1: and go Who's and Go Dukes.